Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. They say it's the middle child, the one with an older and a younger sibling, that has it the hardest. I'm not so sure about that. In my experience, it's much worse to be the younger sibling of someone who's gifted at every single thing they try. I really do speak from experience. But first, remember to like this video and subscribe to our channel if you want to hear more crazy stories like this one. My sister Angela was cringely referred to as the town's angel. Meanwhile, people asked, who? Whenever my name came up, I never hated my sister. I love her very much. It's impossible not to when she's so sweet and social and when she always knows exactly what to say to cheer me up. In high school, Angela was top of her class. She was also head cheerleader, of course, and president of the math club. In her free time, she volunteered all around town. She was the reason our local animal shelter wasn't forced to shut down. All she had to do was organize a small event there, and people were throwing money at the place like crazy. Who was I in high school, you ask? Nobody. Seriously, I was completely unknown. People were shocked when Angela told them I was her little sister. While Angela distributed flyers for some amazing cause, I kicked rocks in the background. I was very introverted, to the point where I could hardly go to the grocery store alone. Despite me being a failure socially, my sister still tried to help me out. She used to invite me to all sorts of outings with her friends, but both for my sake and theirs, I always said no. Angela noticed that the excuse I used most of the time was hay fever. She was wicked smart, so of course she found a loophole in my no going out thing. My friends and I are going to the arcade tonight. You want to come? She asked me one afternoon. I was about to protest when she said, and before you say hay fever, remember it's indoors and dark, just like your room. She batted her eyelashes at me, but she could probably tell I would need some more convincing. Your friends don't like me, I said. You don't have to stick with us if you don't want to, she said. I was still reluctant to go with her. Please, she begged me. Damn you, Angela, I whispered to my sister as she held my hand, or pulled my hand, while walking towards the arcade. You're gonna have a blast, don't worry about it. She smiled. The second we were inside, I split up from her and her friends. I walked around trying different games. I was kinda having fun punching this stupid little doll that kept telling me I punched like a grandma when I felt a tap on my shoulder. My sister then pulled me towards her group of friends, where I saw the love of my life. I never knew love at first sight was possible until I saw her. She was vibrant, full of color and loud. I felt this magnetic pull towards her, something I had never felt before. The Miss Dancy Pants 3000, the newest and best dancing machine in the country. I had seen videos of people trying to beat each other's high scores on the internet, and I'm not gonna lie, I was itching to show her what I could do. Come on, none of these losers wanna play this with me, said Angela, as she clicked the settings for the easiest level. We stood next to each other at the center of neon arrows pointing up, down, left, and right. 
a funky beat started playing from the machine's speakers. And before I knew it, my feet were moving in tune with the song. It felt like only seconds had passed when the song was over, and I turned to face my sister and her flabbergasted friends. To my surprise, Angela was sweating and out of breath. Not bad at all, Kara. One of my sister's friends said to me, Who dares challenge the queen? Asked my sister to her friends. One by one, they got on the machine next to me and rivaled me in the game that I felt was my destiny to play. By the end of the night, I was talking freely to all of them about all sorts of random stuff. And even when we left the arcade, I felt like I was walking on air. You did great tonight, Angela said while we were on our walk home. You think so? I asked. The rush was starting to fade, and I was scared I made a fool of myself in front of her friends. Maybe I had even embarrassed her. Of course, my friends all had a blast with you. She smiled. From that day on, Angela started taking me to the arcade all the time. She wasn't very good at the game, so she usually played once with me to get me warmed up, and then got random people to challenge me. I beat every single one. We were about to leave the arcade when she came up with a pretty great idea. So, I was thinking, what if I organize a town event here? We can have people compete in all sorts of games, including your favorite, she said. I didn't think my smile was capable of growing that big. I could see it already. I would kick everyone's butt at my favorite game without even breaking a sweat. And the people in this town would finally acknowledge me and see me as much more than Angela's weird sister. That'd be fun, I said coolly, trying to play it off as if I wasn't absolutely ecstatic. Great, said Angela. We walked up to the manager of the arcade. And before Angela said a single word to her, she pushed me in front and said I had a question. Uh, I, um... I started panicking a little. I wanted to run away, but Angela squeezed my hand and the manager looked so kind that I managed to blurt it out. I was wondering if we could host something here and have the entire town play games. I said. My face glowed bright red. I was so scared the manager was going to completely reject the idea. But to my surprise, she smiled and said, That's a great idea. It would definitely bring this place more money. Angela told me she was proud of me when we walked home. I was too. That was the most I had ever gone out of my comfort zone. Our events became an almost weekly thing. People of all ages in our town loved gathering to compete. And Angela took no credit, even though it was her idea. Now people were congratulating our parents for both of their daughters. Our competitions were such a success that the arcade decided to host an even bigger event. It would be a week of competitions instead of just one day every once in a while. And people from other places were also invited to come compete with us. The first day was great. Out of around 75 people who gave the Miss Dancy Pants 3000 machine a shot, I was at the top of the leaderboard. I was amazing. But the next day, the doors opened and a cold breeze wafted in. A group of teenagers from a rich town a couple miles away walked into the arcade. People from that town had a reputation of being jerks. And they showed everyone who didn't believe it that the reputation they had fitted them like a glove. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
love. They started competing, but they were super rude. One of the girls with them pushed someone out of her way and got on my machine next to me. I'm gonna wipe the floor with you, she said. But just looking at her high heels, I could tell I had it in the bag. It was only a matter of time before I beat her. It was just another win to me. But she looked more than upset. I'm gonna beat you, you'll see, she promised. I was more bold and courageous at this point, so I didn't even think twice before I said, I'd like to see you try. The next day, the same girl came back, but looking smug. She gave me a side glance before picking a song. She picked one of the hardest, but I could do it in my sleep. The catchy music started playing and we started dancing. There was only one problem. My side of the screen was peppered with red X's on a few arrows, even though I was hitting them right on mark. What the hell? I muttered. I could see my feet on the arrows at the exactly right time, but sometimes they didn't light up. Was the machine broken? I stomped harder and panicked, which seemed to work, but I had already missed so many points that I wasn't too surprised when the machine said I lost. Not being surprised doesn't mean I wasn't shattered, though. That bright red you lose haunted me for days, even after the whole thing was over. When I was leaving the arcade, I heard the girl thanking one of the workers for his help. Help with what? I thought. I waited for her to leave and went up to the guy. Hey, what exactly did you help that girl with? I asked him. He said the girl spent a lot of cash at the place in return for a favor, and the favor was turning down the sensitivity on one side of my machine. I was livid. I didn't have any money to spend on stupid arcade tokens, so how was I going to beat this girl? And when did the world of arcade dancing become so money-hungry? I felt defeated that day. I didn't want to be at the arcade anymore, but I also didn't want to go home and be asked how it went. I walked around town in the shadows, looking into stores every once in a while. I went into the old pawn shop, because I always thought the lady who owned it looked sweet. I looked through the old cameras, the busted golf clubs, and the hundreds of old magazines, but nothing caught my eye. I know you, you're that dancing girl from the arcade, said the old woman with a smile. She motioned for me to follow her as she went through a curtain into the back of the store, what I assumed was an office of sorts. It was dark and dusty there. She took an old box from the top of a bookcase and handed it to me. My brother made this years ago. Maybe you'll enjoy it, she said. I tried to give her money, but she said it wasn't for sale, that it was simply a gift. When I was alone in my room, I opened the dusty box. Inside, I found what looked like some handmade chunky sunglasses with a slot in them. There was also a tiny game cartridge that said dancing boots on it. I put the game cartridge in the sunglasses, but the thing started throwing sparks. I dropped the thing in a fright and the cartridge fell out. All that was left was the glasses. I tried them on, just out of curiosity, but what I discovered was shocking. They were like VR glasses. I could see this interface like a video game, but that wasn't all. I could see into my closet, and the doors of it were closed. I could also see through my closed bedroom door. When I got closer to the wall, I could even see my sister chilling in her room. The glasses gave me x-ray vision. Oh, the things I could do with them. My mind went wild. The possibilities were endless. However, I had one thing in mind right away. That night, I told my parents I was going for a walk. I walked all the way to the arcade. I had studied this place in the past. I knew that the window high up in the manager's little office didn't close, and that it was big enough for me to wiggle through. Once I was in, I immediately put my oh, VR yeah. glasses on. The input of information was almost overwhelming. I could see too much, but in a few minutes I got used to it. I couldn't afford enough tokens to get private favors around here, but I knew they were here somewhere. To my surprise, they were everywhere. There were rolls and rolls of tokens stashed all over the place. 
behind machines, inside machines, under the carpet, taped to the bottom of a chair, and in multiple vents. I grabbed a thick roll and stuffed it in my back pocket. I didn't want to get greedy and risk suspicion. The next day, I walked into the arcade with all the confidence in the world. I could see my rival pretending to warm up on my machine, but it didn't make me angry. I was about to make things right. I approached the accomplice of the crime against me and flashed him the roll of tokens. I think this is more than what she bought, I said, with a quick wink at the end. He nodded and smiled knowingly. Then I saw him sneak behind the machine and he gave me a thumbs up when the deal was done. You ready? Said my mortal enemy. I went to bed ready, I said. This time I picked the song, the absolutely hardest one. This girl couldn't do well even if the machine wasn't rigged. The best part is that she didn't even notice something was off. She felt so confident that she closed her eyes. I kept mine wide open and enjoyed seeing none of the steps on her side registering. The look on her face when the big you lose glowed in front of her was priceless. She was tearing up from anger. She stormed off, pulling all her friends with her out of the arcade. Everyone around me cheered now that the evil had been eradicated. After that, I earned my place at the top of the leaderboard. My prize was to have my picture hung on the wall of fame, a single inch above the picture my sister got for being amazing at, I kid you not, every single other game. Nevertheless, I was insanely proud. Not only was I proud, but I was excited. As Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I walked home. I thought of all the things I could do with my VR glasses. I was thinking about how I could even run banks when an arm reached out from an alley and pulled me in. It was the pawn shop lady. I need the VR glasses back, she said. You can keep the game, but I need the glasses. Now. She looked nervous, and she was sweating. I handed the glasses over without question. She mumbled a, thank you, before running down the alley. What just happened registered in my mind, and I realized I wanted the glasses back. I ran after her. The alley led to a dark parking lot. The woman was standing next to a black car with tinted windows. A window rolled down, and she handed the glasses over to someone inside. The president thanks you for your cooperation, said a voice from inside the car. This spooked me a little. I started walking backwards until I was back on the normal sidewalk. I didn't know what that was and something told me I didn't want to know. For some reason, I felt that having those glasses would have done me more harm than good.